a quick word. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The royal hours are services that are appointed for three different times in the church year. We have it for the Nativity of our Lord, we have it for the Theophany of our Lord, and then we also have it uh, on Holy Friday during Holy Week, the royal hours are served. It's one of the things about the services of the church that I think is one of the glorious aspects of it, the great wisdom of the church, is we don't, the service is different, of course, from the hours, but it's also the hours. Uh, the psalms are different. Uh, we sing a little bit more. We have some more readings tucked in there. But the basic structure and form of the hours is here. This is the same for Theophany. This is the same for Holy Friday. And there's something about the wisdom of the church and seeing these great feasts and approaching it that in the services themselves, I mean, there's a practical aspect to it. Right? Do we have to put on a service that you only do once a year means it's really hard to do. There's a lot of practice, there's a lot of, you gotta rethink it every time. I mean, it's coming up with the Ophany, there's a service of the blessing of the water. I'm gonna have to go back over and look at my notes and make sure that I know what I'm doing, etc. Uh, but when you have, and Holy Week is that same way, but you have with the royal hours this great, transcendence of what, if we were keeping or reading the hours or were used to hearing the hours, especially if we come before uh, the Eucharist on Sunday morning to serve the third and we hear the third, third and sixth hour, and our practice here is to do the ninth hour before our Vespers, so that then now you hear those same hours and hear those same prayers and they take on different resonances. It's like they uh, suddenly, uh, the descant is on top of the harmony. I hope I got that musical metaphor correct. Uh, but that you hear things in different ways. That you, the same truth, God with us in the flesh, and now we come to celebrate that. That you can hear that throughout the year, but now we focus in the specific part of God's plan of our salvation in our Lord becoming one of us. That the virgin will become a palace that she will become wider than the heavens because she will contain within her God. And there is, in the midst of all of this, of course, uh, for us as North Americans, as uh, Christmas uh, has so much attached to it and going on, more so than Easter or Pascha, even for Americans, Christmas maybe has something to do with gift giving or something, I don't know. Uh, it's something everybody, even if they don't believe in God, can get on board with. Uh, who doesn't like to decorate and then give gifts, or maybe receive gifts, uh, depending on where you're at in your spirituality. Uh, but our, we have in the icon of the nativity, I think, a wonderful snapshot of all of the ways in which we um, can relate uh, to God in the glory of the angels as they uh, give glory to God for what uh, he has done for us, that we have the three wise men who are coming from the east who are searchers, and that they find fulfillment in our Lord, 
and give glory. But we also have Joseph in the corner. And I saw recently, I think Father Stephen actually shared this, there's one good redeemable thing about social media recently, uh, was a posting that, because I've always wondered, if you look at this, and I'm glad it's this nativity icon, there's all sorts of different nativity icons. The, the mother of God is not looking at Jesus. Have you ever wondered why she's not looking? I mean, isn't the whole, the center of the icon is our Lord? The center of the season is our Lord. Why is she not looking at Jesus? Does he have a to guess? And Father Stephen can't, and maybe Mother Beth can't. Do what? I'll take a shot. Take a shot. I think he's praying for Joseph that his faith will be sustained because the devil is there trying to do Joseph. Yep. You have Mary looking away at Joseph, who is cast uh, down in doubt. We, at the very, I believe it was in the first hour, maybe it's the third hour, we have this hymn, Tell us, O Joseph, why do you bring a maiden great with child to Bethlehem? I have searched the prophets, he said. I have been instructed by an angel. I am convinced that Mary will give birth to God in a manner beyond understanding. Wise men from the east will come and worship him, offering precious gifts and adoration of the Lord incarnate for us. Glory to thee. But that was in the third hour. The first hour, Joseph is confused. So we see even in the hours a transfer. The third hour, He's confident. The angel has spoken to him. He, his faith has been renewed. But in the first hour, we have the same spot in the first hour. Joseph said to the virgin, What has happened to you, O Mary? I am troubled. What can I say to you? Doubt clouds my mind to part from me. What has happened to you, O Mary? Instead of honor, you bring me shame. Instead of joy, you fill me with grief. Men who praise me will blame me. I cannot bear condemnation from every side. I received you of your virgin in the sight of the Lord. What is this that I now see? Many of us, even in the depths of, or maybe in faithful attendance, and struggle and participation of sacraments, still struggle with doubt, still struggle with specifically for the ancient world, which may be a little bit different for us in the modern world, we're maybe a little bit more okay with this, but in the ancient world, the whole idea that God would actually become one of us, that would actually be like us, is so far from their mind. And so we have in this icon a snapshot of this entire season, where this great festivity all around us even in the secular world, outside of the church, that we come and we kind of hold all of these within our heart. We hold the angels, we hold the wise men, we hold maybe even the Theotokos as she looks to pray for others to strengthen their faith. And maybe we also hold Joseph within our heart. And all of it belongs here together as the icon and the wisdom of the church gives us the space as we see that there's a first hour and then there can be a third hour. That there can be struggle and then there can be resolution of faith. May God give us a resolution of faith. May, even as we struggle with faith, with loud noises, that he will sustain us 
that we know that we have the prayers not only of our brothers and sisters in Christ, but of the Mother of God and of all the saints to strengthen us, even if we have a wise and old, cynical man poking at us like Joseph. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.